0: He's friends with. Here wow. we go. Hey. Right. We're rolling. Are we rolling? We are
1: rolling. Hello. That's our impromptu roll. George, I wish we had been rolling this whole time. George, how are you,
0: man? I'm good, Chip, Chip. It's, it's episode a- five. Episode five. We're thrilled, and let me just say a little background. This is Inside Out with Chip and George. That's and right. And the whole premise of Inside Out.
1: We're still getting our introduction down.
0: We are still getting it down. <laughs> the whole idea is I've been at Saddleback here, gosh, almost 25 years. Wow. And uh, I lead Bible studies for high school kids and college kids and volunteer. We with cater child. everything here. Mental health so, and do and we do a lot of catering for people yeah. all over the church, which is so much fun and it's a great a little window into lots of different ministries here. So and one of the windows, one of the people peeking into
1: the windows all the time is Steve Allen. How do you do? The reason we know you or know your face and everything is because you are at almost everything we cater you're super volunteer you're here even when uh the few times i've been in church here <laughs> and uh you know you're always there and you're always present i think that's part of what this podcast is about we want to not only explain our uh reason for being here and our reason for doing the podcast but to talk to the people that make this place run and i think from what i've seen and all the times we've catered something dude you volunteers are the scaffolding for everything else around here. You guys kill it around here. I've never seen so many volunteers that weren't in the army. <laughs> Saddleback
0: <Dude. laughs> is set up to really, it's really run by volunteers. I'm one of them. I've been volunteering here for, you know, a couple of decades. Right. And the first time I met you, Steve, um, we were catering for, a brick had asked us to cater for Finishing the Task, a huge oh, conference sorry. down oh, yeah. at the Rancher, exactly. campus. The rancher and campus,
2: and we're there,
0: and I think the first night, we're feeding like 300 people, and yes. we're getting, you know, we're <laughs> unloading everything off the trucks, and Steve, you came over, and you just had a huge smile on your face, and you were just glad to be there, and so helpful, Indeed. and just joyous, and I'm like, what a great guy, oh, so oh, this you. is so fun to have you on, and just kind of get to know you.
2: Well, in in order, I love God, I love His Son, and I love this church.
0: Oh, amen. So, how'd you get involved here at Saddleback?
2: Well, I started, I've been here for about 10 years, coming here for about 10 years. And at the very beginning, um, after I finished 101, 201, 301, and 401. I've done that? I took a hey, class. You go
0: deep. Yeah. Right to uh, the beginning, two it,
2: feet. It, there's just too much to ignore in this church yeah. and so many programs and, and such. Um, but I took the divorce care class. Okay, And it was, I believe, 14 weeks or something along those lines. And I... Divorce care? divorced care? Okay. Divorce care. As I recall, it was part of the Celebrate Recovery program. Okay. And it was just to help people after the divorce yeah. to kind of reevaluate themselves, just kind of look in and say, you know, everything's going to be Okay. And on the last night of the class, the class was taught at the bottom floor of the Plaza building. And at the end of the class, um, Friday night, about 915, I remember walking out and I made a quick right, kind of went underneath the building. I started climbing up those stairs and I looked up at the what I call the steeple and that cross just had an incredible glow to it. I don't know if it was the moonlight. Well, I know what it was, but it was the moonlight. It was the lit up uh, Steeple itself or the cross itself. And that I remember does look cool at, at, at night. Sunset, dude. It's, it does.
1: It, it, it's like just this beacon of hope. We get some pretty cool views up in the plaza room when we're
0: catering dinners and stuff. We live in the plaza room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, we got a right couple bunks in the back. <laughs> 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 but we live there. We're roommates, actually. We're going to of the plaza room. It's a great tool for ministry. It's a beautiful building.
2: And the view just adds to it. Oh, yeah. I just remember looking up at the at the cross and literally raising my hands, and I said, "What wow. do you want me to do?" And just as clear as a bell, I heard, "Serve me." Wow! And that's when everything started right there. Have
1: said, you been Christian before the ten years at Saddleback? or what's your history well, with
2: and, and Christianity? And I thank you for asking. I was raised in a military family. In what branch? Uh, navy. Oh! My dad was thirty years in the navy. And I spent uh, a tour of duty in the Navy myself, so I didn't know anything but Navy Blue. My, My brother's were, in the Navy. It's a great branch. I have a lot of friends and family in the Navy. And we lived a very nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. We moved constantly. And when we got into a new town. Do you remember the name of your dad's ship? Uh, he was on the Ranger. Okay. CVA-61. He was on the Diamond Head. He was on the, uh, I can't remember all of his ships. But, oh, uh, man,
1: you experienced uh, it. Oh, dude. man,
2: I did. And and it was such a great way to be uh, To around. Raised, But when we got stationed in a new town, one of the first things that my dad would do besides finding us a house was to find us a church. Okay. And I just can't remember not being close to God, not following in Jesus footsteps, because my dad taught me well, and that you serve your church. My dad was the gentleman in church. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And my dad's thing was, he was the one that turned the heat on in the church during the winter. He was the one that fired up the air conditioning during the summer.
0: There's a ministry.
2: He made coffee. And my That's mom- That's a good
0: example as a kid, oh, man, it, to see it,
1: your
2: dad do that kind of stuff. My dad was a Methodist man, Methodist farm boy from Arkansas. Nice and my mom god rest their soul, right now (laughs) (laughs) come on in come on we'll make room for you but uh my mom was a farm girl baptist from kansas so a methodist dad and and a baptist mom we just didn't have not so much a choice because it wasn't a matter of uh why go to church it was a matter of when do we go to church? Okay. So it was. My, my mom and dad made it fun for us to be in church. My mom taught Sunday school at a couple of the churches. She was the superintendent. She provided the curriculum and designed the curriculum for the church. So wow. It, it, it's hard to say when I came to Christ, it was like, I've always been there.
1: Where were you at before first
2: Um At a small church in Downey called Grace Church. Kind of an evangelical free church. Did you come to Saddleback because you moved to this area? No, I came to Saddleback because uh, the divorce class.
0: Prior to the divorce, before I, that.
2: Well, I, I was married. Okay. And one of the coolest things that uh, my ex-wife and I did was that every, even though we we're involved heavily in a church in Oceanside, every Easter Sunday. We would find a new venue to go experience a sunrise service.
1: Oh, cool! A
2: couple of times we went to Crystal Cathedral when Robert Schuller was there. Yeah. A couple of times we went to uh, Forest Lawn. The day of the resurrection—that's where you oh. want to be as a just in case.
1: Just in case
2: I wanted to make sure I a front row seat to that. Um, we went to the uh, uh, Irvine Meadows. Sure. Uh with Calvary. Oh yeah, yeah. And the last have service you all
0: those? I have I I didn't know that Forest Home had a service. Oh, they, that, do. That a that they do. Is that a mega church or church also? No, Forest, Forest Home? Home is a funeral is a cemetery. Cemetery. Oh. Yeah. We'll get on that. Yeah. We'll touch on that but. that. but I've heard of Calvary Chapel at Irvine Meadows. But what a great idea, a, a great exposure to lots of different
1: That is cool.
2: It, it was. Especially and on Easter, dude. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then we'd always go out and have breakfast after the sunrise service. And the last Sunday that we were, uh, as a married couple, we decided to come to Saddleback. And we were living in Oceanside at the time. And uh, we drove up here wow. and, and we attended the uh, sunrise service. And we started to leave, and we passed the uh, uh, worship center. And I remember, like it was yesterday, I remember looking at looking at her and going, you know what, well, I want to see what this Rick Warren's all about. <laughs> I knew his name, but I didn't know much more about him. Yeah. So we attended the Easter service, and as they say, the rest is history. Oh, he so was
1: giving us, I always yeah. think of Andy for some reason. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Rick Warren. Now. Yeah. yeah. So what
0: year was that, do you think, Steve?
2: Well, let's see, that had to be 2000 and. Maybe 11. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you were here, shit, right? Yeah,
0: works, yeah, too. yeah. i 25. Yeah, I'm
2: sorry. I don't know why yeah. I didn't think that. Yeah. <laughs> food for people. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bible
0: studies for high school kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> the backpack to prove it. <laughs> so, Steve, what I loved, I loved how you said you walked up the stairs after the divorce recovery. Right. First of all, that's an amazing ministry here. Oh, uh, it is. Well, it's cool that that's available for people that are struggling after divorce. It is. And I love that that's a way that you got connected. So you walk up the stairs. Is this still still a thing? Oh, absolutely, it's still a thing. And it's a a great ministry that I'm sure is run by volunteers.
2: It is. And
0: people that have been through that, that can help other people that are struggling with separation or divorce. So I like that you were in an amazing position because you walked up the stairs and you said, "Uh, use me. Yes. which which i think that's the best place to be as a follower of jesus and and i think that that's that takes guts and and boldness to say god use me no matter where that takes me so uh how did you go from that point to where you're at now
2: um the first ministry that i served in um was and still is the welcome team ministry um art i started serving on easter sunday and art art i Dearly love that man. He was the first one that I worked for. I spent a lot of time um, at the nine o'clock service on Sunday serving. Okay. And then I switched jobs, so to speak, or switched locations, and I had to work on Sunday. So then I got moved to the four o'clock service on Saturday with uh, Joel Guerra as the lead. And Joel, just a good friend of mine, he was the one that taught me a lot more about the welcoming team. And gave me these little insights because he'd been doing it for such a long time.
0: Like what? What did he tell you? Well, it,
2: it's it's one of the most important things I learned from Joel is that as the services begin, there's still people coming in, and that would
0: be me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and he was the one that kind of encouraged me to stick around for a while after the service begins at the certain position you're in because you you never know that last person coming in what they may need. They might need a moment of prayer. They might need a few words of encouragement. They might need just a, hey, how you doing? Welcome. Let me show you where the worship center is and that sort of thing. So uh, to this day, I always stick around till almost the last person comes in out of that parking lot because I'm still serving. You know,
1: what's what's dawning on me right now as you say that, just as the outsider, is that thinking of church, you always think of everybody just happy. Yes. Coming to church because, oh, let's get our Sunday's best on. Yes, let's exactly. come on, everybody. We're right. going to go see the friends and everything. You always think of it as a happy thing when you're not part of it. Right. But you saying that makes me realize that, dude, sometimes people come here because they don't know what else to do. It's their last resort. It's like, dude, I don't, I don't know what else is going on. Like, you know, I and yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised and disappointed in myself that I haven't thought about it like
0: that. But, uh, yeah, that's cool that you're there to do that. And they make such a huge difference, just having somebody say, hi, we're glad that you're here, and maybe it's a handshake or a hug, right. you know, this is Saddleback. You know, that might be the only hug they got that week, <laughs> and you don't know what their home life's like, you don't know what yeah, they're going through, point. and I like that you're just available, you know, like you're saying, hey, God used me, and I, I know he did.
2: Right. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm still doing to this day is, is now I'm working the 11 o'clock service as part of the welcoming team. And it, it is, it, the, the, the people that attend this church are on such a unique level. They really are. I hate to put it just like this, but they are the coolest people I've ever come across.
1: Totally. Have you always volunteered, like at your last church, or yes. like your dad
2: kind yes. of doing it? Yeah, you know I mean? I, when, I, when I was in, uh, even in, in, in high school, I served at the I served as an aqualite. And the aqua is as. Oh gosh, I haven't thought about this in years. That's I, a cult. Yeah, <laughs> I would wear. Yeah, cause your face lit up. Yeah. You know, I have no idea
0: what
2: that is. I, I, I would wear a, a, a gown, so to speak, a white gown with a big old red bow on it, and that sort of George thing.
0: George does that. And, yeah, <laughs> but I don't call it aqua. <laughs>
2: And what I what my job to do was before the service began, I would walk down the center aisle of the church and light the altar candles. Oh, that's And my biggest fear in doing that was. The burn can- the place down. Well, that or that <laughs> the candle go out? Oh, okay. uh, and it was like if you walk too fast, you blow out the candle. If you walk too slow, the candle will go oh. faster. So I remember one time I was coming down the center aisle of the chapel and I was wide I was I would just focus on that on the lit end of the uh of the I forget what they called the, it is that Catholic? No, it was Methodist. Oh, okay. Yeah, the it was Methodist? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Boom. Look wow. at George. Coming yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Coming
0: a that was a spiritual term, George. You're yeah. I'm you knew the word pew. Wow.
1: <laughs> Have you ever sat in a pew, George? I've even kneeled in a few.
2: Uh-huh. Wow. Way to go. And they're built for comfort, too. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so
1: one of the church I grew up at, they had a little the, thing that would fall padded, down. Yep. Yeah,
2: Matt yep. The camera went out on me one time because I was walking up and, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the wick was lit. And this guy stepped out, and when he turned around, he hit the candle, oh. and I—I I moved in and it and went out. And I just kind of stood there for a few seconds and just calmly. My mom said it was the funniest thing. She said you just calmly turned around and walked back, and they relit your candle, and you turned around just—it was like you didn't even miss a beat.
1: They don't give you lighters? No. Oh yeah no, no. they probably
2: get matches back in the day. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> real <that's> <laughs>
0: So right now, well, I had a
1: question real quick before okay. we get much further from what you said. You said you got here and what brought you here was the divorce yes. uh, care, right. care small group. Well, that's what brought me to serving. Right. Right. So I have a question just real quick because you seem like you, you've you been Christian and religious for a while. How did religion play a role in your divorce? Because that's kind of like the Bible talks a lot about marriage. It seems it's like it you happens. both were uh, of service and you yes. both were going to church. Did that factor into stuff and like how, yeah, how do you
2: it, it did it first of all that class the biggest thing about that class was the support right? and realizing that you weren't alone yeah that there were other people that were going through the exact same thing um, I can't recall with a lot of accuracy but the workbook that we used and the discussions we had there was a lot of biblical references right that made it say okay everything's gonna be good I, it, it's always been my thought that God doesn't particularly care for divorce, but it's always been my thought, too, that maybe God doesn't want us to be unhappy in a married life. I mean, right. There's always going to be trials and tribulations, peaks and valleys and that sort of thing. But for the most car, part, you know, God wants you to be happy in your marriage. And when it can't get to that point or it falls back from that point, that's where a class like that divorce thing just says it's, it's okay. It's okay. And this is why it's okay. You're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. This is a growing season for you. And boy, was it ever. I I, I had spurts of uh, spiritual growth going through that whole thing. Interesting.
0: So if you guys were sitting here with us, you would see Steve has got his refinery t-shirt on. He's got his, his wavy, on. beautiful hair. Beautiful. <laughs> I can't even start with that beautiful gray wavy hair. Be sure to come on the refinery. <laughs> High five, Steve. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> soon, over there. So a couple of things. I, I think that's awesome that you were in a in a support group. Yes. People that have gone through it, going through it, are going through it, and when you've gone through it, you are uniquely equipped to help other people yeah. that are going through it. So I love that it's like people helping people, and that's that's really what church is.
2: That, that's and I don't want to say that's all this church is, but it's such a big part of people helping people yeah. with God as the beacon light and God walking towards that cross and that sort of thing. It, it's just it's just incredible the programs that this church has to offer the classes, the advancement, the involvement, the volunteer opportunities. that saddleback app is is probably one of the most used. Look apps. At that app, more. It, it, it's got all this stuff that button that says announcements. I hit that, and it's like, oh, this is going on. Oh, this is going on. Oh, this sounds interesting. Yeah, this sounds interesting. Have you ever
1: seen anything about us catering? <laughs> not yet, right no? Not yet. <laughs> not, yet. <laughs> not yet. We're not on the app, George. Right. I don't
0: know. <laughs> we should. We should have, like order order a burger. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <so. laughs> we will come deliver us. We'll bring you chocolate chunk cookies. We'll <laughs> <flip, flip>, <laughs> bring us campus. here. Okay.
1: You know, um, need
0: need to get at us. You know. <laughs> I I love that, though. I've got the app. Go ahead. and I I watch uh, like if I if we're catering on the weekend and right. I can't be at service I will doubt I can I can listen to Andy's Sermon right is it just or audio or is there video? It's, video it's video it's video yeah it's a, it's, oh, wow. it's a cool thing it's like the entire nice. service really yes
1: just what YouTube sees probably
0: yeah. Yes. okay yeah, yes. yeah, yeah it's a great way to stay connected it's a cool example of technology connecting us and it's really well done uh, Saddleback
2: Organized.
0: Organized. And everything they do is everything. like first class. You know that it's going to be well thought out mm-hmm. and
2: okay, well done. I love those QR codes. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, they make everything safe? So. Everything. <laughs> you can tell by the gray hair, the color <laughs> of my head.
1: Technology is not it's silver. silver.
2: But that that app and that that uh, that QR code. It's like yeah, that's the connection right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all those little squiggly lines. <laughs> One thing you said is that like you, you like. Th-
1: you don't want to say it's that church, but it is. Yes. One thing that creeps me out and totally impresses me at the same time is <laughs> I've never seen anybody mad here yet no i'm waiting to you've see seen someone me yeah but that's because it's at me <laughs> you've seen me like, so you've seen really? my attention. like seriously though like, you never see anybody leaving like no. going go to their car mad. like it's your always parents mad at the kids yeah. like there's so many different i remember getting yelled at all the time at church when i was like right. hey I did, too. I, I did too i have yet to see that
2: here oh uh, it, it's and, and i see you see it when people are arriving yeah. And you see it when they're leaving, too. There's always yeah. that smile. If they're Maybe smiling, that, it's like, <laughs> that worship center hit the sweet spot on that person. Yeah,
1: yeah. shit <laughs> yeah, says all the time the Rick Warren wanted to make this a church yes. for people who didn't like church. Right. And, honest man, Steve, I know you don't know much about me, but that's who I was growing up. I get it. I you got forced you. to go to church. It was like a way for my mom to get me out of the house. Right. So my view of church is definitely different than you know, a lot of people that come here because they're coming here and they're having fun. They they're are. enjoying coming here. They're not being forced to come here. They're coming up and volunteering.
2: And, you and, know what I mean? And, and the kids. I love the kids that come to this church. That, we ain't that, to meet a bad one. That is <laughs> I have US, a program. <laughs> I, I love what they do over there. And I'm discovering the uh, effect that this building, that the refinery has on kids. Yeah. And it's like, wow. I see the, You see the results. It's one thing to hear it, yeah. but if you can actually see the results and you see these kids excited about uh, coming to the refinery or coming to church or something like that, you know, hey, good job, mom and dad. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: well Steve, how did you get involved at in volunteering here at the he refinery? art more.
2: Well, here at the refinery, um, where I normally serve on Sunday at the 11 o'clock service, oh, welcome. I, I've called it. I've, I've named it myself, The Corner of Faith and Hope. And it, <laughs> it, it, it's like the road that leads up to the stairway to heaven, as I call it, or Camp Hope, that road that goes up oh, there. Yeah. And then there's another cross street that kind of goes from the tents down towards the SK building. You're in the sidewalk. I, I, I call <laughs> I it The Corner of Faith and Hope. And that's where I hang right out. Now. And on Sunday, um, a lot of the kids would be passing by me and going down to the refinery. And I'd done it for such a long time that I started creating dialogue with some of these kids. And then one particular Sunday, I had a couple of parents ask me questions about the refinery. And I gave a very cookie cutter response. And I let him down there. I showed him the entrance, and when I got back up to the corner of Faith and Hope, I, I told uh, I said I told him I said you know what I need to know about what's more about what's going on down there. So I, w- I came down after I finished uh, about quarter to noon. When I got done, I came down and I met Bob uh, Stewart. I started wow. asking him questions. Wow. Yeah, then, uh, <laughs> met Bob Stewart, and, and he answered a lot of my questions. And the next thing I know, I'm talking to him more. And next thing I know, I've got an application I'm filling out next thing I know I'm up in mo1 filling out and talking to pastors next thing I know I'm going through an interview next thing I know refined shirt and a, of keys and a tag and it's it's that had, God's handprints all over it. There God, is so absolutely cool. not a doubt in my mind because wow. I, it, it was like I said, it was it was just wanting to learn more about this building, and the more I learned about it, talking to Bob and and those few times, I was like yeah, I want to be here. I want to be the front row to this scene. That is
0: that is
2: awesome. <laughs> I, it's all God. Oh, wow. It's all God. And, I, I,
0: and and we love Bob. He oh, he's, Bob, he's such a good guy. We're gonna do a, that every good. time he's mentioned on the show. We're gonna go, Bob. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he is such a good guy. He really is.
0: He's done so much to really transform the refinery.
2: Indeed, he has.
0: And to more and more turning it, turn it into a ministry tool. And that's literally what, yes. what it is. Yes. I remember before we had the refinery, we just met in a tent, you know, around tables. We didn't have basketball courts. We didn't have any of this stuff. The white and, ones? Uh, yes. We met in the white <laughs> tents. I think 10 1. We could just sit there. So it's such a cool ministry tool here. So Steve, what do you do as a volunteer? What are your responsibilities oh, good here at the refinery? Well,
2: the, the most important and most paramount, and first in place is, is just the safety of the kids. We want to make sure that they're in a safe environment, that they're also uh, being led in a direction that uh, God would want them to be led, um, the services that they offer. It, it's so interesting to stand in between uh, the, I'm going to call it the gymnasium, where the junior high schoolers meet. Yes. And then the other room, I'm gonna call that almost the amphitheater. I, I don't know what else yeah, to read. That's I thought it was uh, where the high school where the high school senior high schoolers meet. And to sit there almost in the middle of the two and you can hear it's almost <laughs> diabetically down here the music of boom, boom 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 boom. I mean you can feel oh yes. When I'm up there at the corner doing my meet greeting people, I feel the beat hit me, and it's like, "Oh, those kids are getting it on down there now. That is so cool." In a sense. And the same thing. We, that, yeah. <laughs> the same thing with Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Absolutely. That's what we yeah. meant. Oh, I thought that. Oh, without a doubt. You got me right, guy. Just kidding.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know that's that's absolutely true, and it's 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 cool just to see these kids flood in. Oh, it is. And connect with each other, and it matters. It matters. I, I, I've been a volunteer uh, with high school ministry for years, right. and I'm a Saturday night volunteer. So I pass out the programs, I high five kids, try and you know get to know their names, and I built relationship with them over the years. You're right. Oh, every meal, some kid comes up to Chip and says, "Hey, you are in my group." I
1: have seen them uh, from every age right. until like twenty uh, something, dude. Right? Like yeah. college, like dude. Every age. Go, oh, I was with Chip when I was ten. I right. don't, or not ten. But you know. But like when I was in high school and uh, man, it's pretty cool. It, it's it, pretty cool.
0: It, it just uh, little things that we do, and especially as a volunteer, Steve, there's things that you do that just matter. Sometimes it's just a high five or a smile or remembering a kid's name makes a huge difference.
2: It, and it, especially it, that name remembering. Oh, thing, oh, they, they, they love that.
0: I, and, and that's a, it's a discipline and it's something I work hard on um just remembering these kids and right. saying hey we're glad you're here i didn't see
2: you last week right
0: and um it doesn't matter when you're a kid to hear that
2: yeah it, it, it's amazing to watch the look on their face where i said hey I didn't see because i've again seen some of the kids that pass by me every sunday morning uh, it's like hey i didn't see you last week oh i was and then they start telling you the story and then you start asking questions and you find out a little bit more about oh, them yeah. and then they just move on and and you can tell that it's not so much an impact that's been made it's like hey I was recognized. Somebody knows a little bit about me and somebody cares enough about me yeah. to ask questions and that sort of thing. Yeah, because so. you're in
1: school all day where no one gives crap yes. about you. Exactly. And then you come here
2: and exactly. you know, exactly. they're
1: actually paying attention to you. One thing that really makes me feel good about what you said, man, is because sometimes Rogue will go to daycare <laughs> or, you know, and just a parent, your radars go up, you know, dropping your kid off the first place right. or the, the first time at a new place. I don't care where it is, right. you know, you're your on heightened sense of alert. So just to hear your first answer of what to
2: what you do here was make kids safe. Yeah. And we're constantly walking the the building and even on the outside too, just to make sure that everything's the way it should be. Yeah. Again, making sure that, that there's an environment of calmness and an environment of of safety and a and a an environment of belonging. Yeah, yeah. So, that's really cool, man.
0: And and just to connect with the kid, you might be the only you know adult a, adult or, or a balanced you know Not non-authority a, just a balanced godly man to speak into right. their life or just to say hi you yeah. know they might be used to getting yelled at at school yes. or, or, or at home who knows what their home situation is Fine. but the fact that they know a safe adult right. that they can reach out to if there is an issue or if there is a challenge they can say hey so way to go so what do you, you are a volunteer here. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, wh- wh- how do you have all this time? You, you don't I, work? You, I, uh, I don't use the R word. parents. I, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm all better. Thrilled <laughs> to have me back.
2: You got to get all me out there, dude. Everyone's moving back. dinner yet? <laughs> mom, I need a snack. <laughs> mom, hug me. Um, <laughs> no, I don't use the R word. Okay. But I quit working uh, last July and i told myself i was going to take the first year and just catch up on sleep and catch up on rest and kind of just reestablish myself and yeah so i've got uh, the time and i sit in my main goal was i was going to give as much time as i could to saddleback, not fanatically right. but enough i, right, I wanted to right. go back to the church that's given me so much enough to
1: feel like you don't have to go back to work exactly, exactly. yeah <laughs> before you go crazy exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah especially yeah. that yeah 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 <laughs> So, if you don't mind, what did you do
2: um, for almost forty-five years? Whoa. um I practice as a mortician. Whoa! I, yes. uh, by by state standards, I am a licensed embalmer. I'm a licensed funeral director, and I'm a licensed crematory manager. And wow! That's
0: I, a ministry right there. Uh, oh, man. It, yeah. it is.
2: Most people don't really think much about it, but every mortuary that I stepped foot in. Um, Every arrangement office, and even in the main lobby of the building, there is always a Bible. Yeah. There is always a Bible, yeah. and I, I've I, there's just been countless times where, as I complete making arrangements with the family, um, somebody will say can we pray it's like you bet we can let's go yeah and one time i haven't thought about this in a long time but several years ago i was up in northern california working at a mortuary in a cemetery and they had just installed motion detector lighting in all the offices you got done you walked out the lights would go out right and we were sitting there uh, completing these arrangements and we got done and the family said will you pray with us it's like absolutely and we all held hands and we sat still for such a long time that the lights went out. And they oh. thought for sure that it was a signal. I mean, <laughs> That's dad turning the light. Because you know always say when you leave the room, turn the lights out. It. It's a sign. It's yes, a sign. Money. Exactly. It, it, it really was. And it's, it was experiences like that. Yeah. And just the fact that it, it, was, it was a job that was constantly surrounded. By God, by Jesus, by the Bible, and that sort of thing. So yeah, I can uh, see that. Yeah, man, always, for sure. always, always, always. I met some of the neatest pastors. I met some of the neatest priests. I met some of the neatest rabbis, uh, and church leaders and spiritual leaders. Um, did you ever
1: know any of the people you worked on? Or?
2: Yeah, yeah, I did, and um, wow. sometimes that was and and quite honestly that's why I took this last position I did I was actually working up in Los Angeles I live in Mission Viejo but I travel up to the up to the uh, Griffith Park area oh yeah and which was 61 miles in one way because <laughs> I love that you know that <laughs> every minute, every sure, sure. the road, oh, 61, 60, 61, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the massive count, countdown. But uh, what I noticed is is that as I lived in a community long enough, like I spent a lot of years in Long Beach, neighbors, friends, they, I, I'd get a phone call, Hey, can you dun 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 dun? dun yeah, and there's almost a hippocratic oath that we take yeah they called it the embalmer's oath and it really exists and there better what, be one yeah there and you do you raise your hand yeah. and you swear it it's got a lot of, of uh of uh, hippocratic oath sort of approach to it and one of them is you know basically you will always serve you will always serve the bereavement and that sort of thing so i took that oath very very seriously so but i noticed that the further i was away from my home and where i worked I got less and less involved in everything. I'd always recommend, well, you know, I can't help you, but this is a friend of mine that has a facility and they'll go and help you and that sort of thing, so.
0: But what a great ministry opportunity to be there when people, probably might be the worst day of their life when a loved one's passed away. And just to share the hope that we have in Jesus with them that, hey, this is not the end, you know, we can't see them again. And so that's great that God can use you.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a great profession. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back for anything to change it. It it was it always afforded me some of the most unique opportunities for servitude and for just being around spiritual people, godly people in this room. I
1: I do another podcast called the rogue dad podcast where I have conversations pertaining to my daughter, my daughter's name is rogue. And uh, yeah, and her yeah. full name is Rogue Arya Dutra. So oh, her initials are rad.
0: Wow. Oh, man. Uh, she's <laughs> but, an amazing kid. She oh, my gosh. With
1: cool, a name cool. like that. <laughs> she's a little five-year-old. Almost six, oh, six, six. Almost six,
0: six months.
1: Wow. But my point of bringing her up and even talking about it during her conversation is uh, I recently went to a homeschool conference up in Builton And one of the mm. ladies that started it is a death doula. Mm. So she actually helps you just be okay with the feelings you're having right because and she brought up a really good point is everyone really like oh you don't you don't want to talk about your feelings you don't want it like mm-hmm. death is this thing you don't want to talk about it's taboo it, yeah yeah totally and i really thought that was cool because man it, it, it the more you don't talk about something and the right. more you're ashamed of it or hiding it from it or scaring it that's when it, it bothers you if you can actually talk about it and just be real about your feelings and like, dude, yeah, this person is dying, but I am glad they were here in the first place. Exactly. You know, uh, I think we would. And she brought up another good point: was it's only this country. Yes. there's A lot of other countries where death isn't this crazy, horrible thing mm-hmm. that we portray it to be.
2: It, it's the beginning. It's yeah. In a lot of yeah, places, great point. It, it's the beginning. And I used to. I always encourage people to. And I got to make sure I say this correctly, because in my mind, it sounds kind of wrong, but I I would always tell people, don't listen to advice from other people because everybody handles death and dying differently. And everybody has to handle it in their own direction. And if you're driving down the street and you say you start thinking and all of a sudden you feel the water works, the tears starting to just pull over, let it flow. Yeah. and then move on. But don't let somebody tell you, oh, you need to be past that. You need to be past right, that. Right, right, right. And I invited several people over my career to, hey, if you need some guidance, if you need somebody to just talk to, give me a call. I get it. I understand. Nice. I lost both my parents. I lost my dad about 10 years ago, and I lost my mom about three years ago. Long lines. Was I sad? Yes, I was. I, I think of my dad and my mom every day right every day and uh but i know that they are absolutely so funny when my mom when my mom was 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 dying and such she always supported what i did and you know i told her one time i I, I said mom i said you know i said there's certain things i'll be able to do for you but i said uh there's certain things that i won't do for you but i said what can i do for you and her answer to this day if i think about it enough, because i remember my mom had kind of a grandmotherly voice right uh towards the end it was a little bit weak and everything she said just make me look pretty for your dad so that when i go through the gates uh-huh. your, your dad will dance me across the threshold not the oh, oh. man so that hit kind of hard <laughs> but um yeah it, it my mom and dad were just some of the best people yeah some of the absolute best people and that's the advice i give people take your time getting over it everybody's different everybody's yeah. different so
1: which is great advice Very do they have a death ministry here or like a, a, a bereavement ministry or something like that
0: absolutely it's just, that. Sunday, it's just sunday saturday church that's the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> no they, they're i you know i don't know the name of it but i know they've got a group of people mm-hmm. here that um you know if you're struggling with the death right. death of a loved one we we just did oh yeah the one the, the Parents, uh, women who lost children, right? We just did Belladonna, Belladonna. which is oh, done, yeah, done yeah. By, right. by Kay Warren every mm-hmm. year right. and some of her friends. And, and, and it is an alternative, really. Oh, not an alternative. It's just they do it around Mother's Day. And it's for moms who who really struggle with Mother's Day because they lost a child mm-hmm. or they lost their mom. Right. And so George and I were there catering. And there were a few women that walked in, and it looked like it was all they could do. Some of them could, could barely walk in. Could barely walk in. And, and it took all that they had just yeah. to, to drive because they're mourning and they're grieving. And I liked it that, like you said, it's important to grieve. It's important to grieve well. And I like that this is uh, Saddleback is a safe place to grieve. Yes, it is. You can be yourself, right. and you can find a group of people that can love on you and encourage you in the midst of your grief. And know that that's just part of life, like you're saying, George. So, yeah, totally. So, so that, yeah, I guarantee, I think there are 400 different support groups here. Sorry. Uh, Nine minutes
1: and 44 seconds. I just want to get documented that you agree with me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'll back that. Thank you. We have a record. I don't know the dynamics that well, but if you, I got your back. (laughs) I I was just being nice, George. (laughs) And I got your back too. So thank you, Steve.
0: Get over it, (laughs) George. So what I do want (laughs) to, what did want to ask you, Steve? And I think it's something that's really important. Is the refinery, like I mentioned, is such an amazing. It's an amazing ministry 15 year old George
1: is so jealous
0: of these kids. <laughs> it is, dude. Well, you know what? I mean, it's like 50,000 square feet or TV's that. pool
1: tables, pool, foosball, foosball tables, tables um,
0: machines, basketball, programs, games, hockey. Sport. Oh,
2: man, all, all that
0: stuff. So it is just this amazing place for kids to hang out. And you know what I love? I love like before COVID. I would come here and I would see kids that don't go to Saddleback, but right. they want to come with their friends and play basketball, or they want to just hang out. And I thought, what a cool place for kids in the community. Right. So,
1: dude, having not- a place to go when you're a kid is see, big. That's dude, it. That's when it. I was a kid, we would try to find places to skate, or we are going to the beach, just wandering the streets, to be honest with you, dude. I understand I was that. a
2: Lashkey kid. I, I, I get that, and you know, I understand that. And, and my mom that's-
1: worked 9 to 5, no dad. I'm out
2: doing whatever I wanted well that's what makes this building so special and that sort of thing i mean it's it's i consider it and i call it it's a living building there is so oh, much that's cool there's like so that. much building uh, you know so much stuff going on inside this building that it breathes on its own it exists on it its own and, there. and there's just yeah. such a strong Godly presence, but in the same token, too catering to the kids, and that's a nice synergy right there. If you can get the godly spiritualness and the kids kind of banded together and that sort of thing, that's you just can't beat it. You just can't beat it. Youth
1: is a a cool
0: vibe. Oh, it's a great. You know what I mean? Youth is awesome. Well, that's when I came to know Christ. That's how I became a Christian in junior high, and then all through high school, we would, you know, you'd go to Christian concerts. I'd go to Bible studies. And it's just a time where these kids are open. I think their minds are open, as opposed to, I mean, you can accept the word any time. Right. But I just see kids that are more open when they're younger. By the time you're older, you're ticked off at God, or you're, yeah, yeah. or you're, 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 mad at life, or whatever, or you're jaded, cynical, and cynical. You think you know it all, yeah, or whatever. So I like that a kid is open to spiritual things. So. What's going on here now? Uh, they're opening it back up again. That's a
1: good question. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're, they're,
0: Thank you, Josh. I know. Please, please. Your interviewing skills are getting better. Please patronize me. I appreciate it. Well, I, I didn't think of that. That was a great question. That was good
2: shit. Who's <laughs> like sitting in the middle of a ping pong game? <laughs> Service what's <laughs> up? You are not voice take deep breath. Focus, focus, focus. Um, no,
0: but, but, you know, for a long time, you know, the... The refinery has been closed down, yes. which was heartbreaking. Because really, it was closed down because of COVID. Right. Oh, oh, okay, The whole that's church right. was closed well, down. Everything was. Everything was down. Yeah, yeah everything yeah. was closed down. And so I love that it's opening back up. So tell us about how it's opening up, and when people can come
2: here, who can come here, and what, what they've got going on. We just started this week. Tuesday was actually our first day open. But uh, for the summer, I'm not sure when it's going to end, but it's every Tuesday and Thursday uh, from 11 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, the refinery will be open. The basketball courts will be accessible. The, the worship areas will not be. So it's almost like as soon as you, you just walk come up, here and hang out, hang out, yeah, play the pool, play the foosball, play the uh, uh, video games and that sort of thing. The snack machines are open and available, and that's again, it's just a safe haven for kids. So we're putting nice. the word out, and I, I, I want to see this place just jammed. I want to see this place like Saturday night, except Tuesday and Thursday between yeah. 11 and 3. That basketball court's nice. It is. It's it nice. Th- we actually, that was a, what was being used our first Tuesday, this past Tuesday when we were open, was there was two people in there tossing a ball around and such. So it's like, yeah, bring it in. Or tell your friends, bring them in, bring them yeah. in. Yeah, so, see that
0: is it. Awesome vision, and I love how you were, I love that. I, I agree. I want to
2: see it packed too. Pack just—that's it, it, the best thing about this about this uh, uh, this building and the ministry that it serves, are the kids. Those yeah. are the kids that are resuscitating this building and putting more life into it and such. And one of my favorite moments is on Saturday because between like five thirty and six o'clock the kids are just everywhere and they're socializing and they're having fun. They might be outside playing, but, um, it's volleyball court. everything. It's just amazing it, how much they have to do that. And then at six o'clock, all the noise stops and it's, it's very nice and quiet. And it's like, this is the well, they state. all
1: go across the street to the L.A. Fitness while I'm working out.
2: Pack <laughs> yeah. the place. Really. So <laughs> I, if we could extend those hours here, that'd be great. Also, that be but but th- at, at the end of the 6 o'clock service, it's, it's so much fun to watch. One or two kids will come trickling out. And then all of a sudden it's like those doors will bust open and those kids just surge out of that room. And it's, it's what I call happy noise, joyful noise, <laughs> whatever you want to refer to it. And it's so much fun to see those kids energized just coming out of a service and wanting to spend more time here and just get close to God. I don't think they know that they're getting closer to god by spending the time here that they mm-hmm. are but they it's almost like a, a like a like an absorption you know it's like a hey, trickle down effect exactly <laughs> exactly they don't know it but it's happening, I, it's, it's, happening. It's, a,
0: it's the holy spirit uh, yeah. through and through i've had this, i have uh, kids in my college group that never came to they never went to the services 6 p.m service great right. but they just hung out out back and rode their skateboards. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I know that they're volunteers. They take the chains off now? No, for the no, they're, still, of
2: yeah, no they're still on. Oh, they're still on. i yeah. waiting
0: for them to come off, man. Are you going to skate out there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you've got your board shorts. I've seen those. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: wear shorts though. <laughs> not on
0: concrete. No, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I'm It's, uh, I'm going <laughs> it's not 60 year old George going out there. But I love the fact that they, be, they you know, I, 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 it's great that the kids go to the service, the right. high school service, and the junior high service. They run this great program. They've got a worship they band. They've got, they've got staff that are high fiving them, loving on them, good. Oh, especially food. that, <laughs> yeah, that the <laughs> we, we'll do pizookies or burgers uh-huh. or all kinds of fun stuff and but i but their kids that were too shy or didn't want to go in they still came to know the lord and i think Correct. just just hanging out i know that there were volunteers and staff people that would reach out to the kids that um that weren't actually in the service so so that's a cool thing and uh, so i just gotta say the coolest thing happened Yesterday, I got a text, You know, like, like I was saying, Steve, it's little things that we do have an impact. And mm-hmm. I believe an internal impact that, eternal impact that we don't even realize. I, um, So I lead Bible studies for high school kids. Mm. I got a text from a parent of a kid that graduated from my group mm. three years ago. And this kid was kind of figuring it out. He wasn't Mr. Spiritual at all in my group, but the mom just said, hey, it's Wednesday night and my kid's back from college and he's leading a, a Bible study. In our
2: living room oh how cool is that and
0: she said i just wanted you to know Mm. you know know, he's you know across the country you know going to to school but he's back for the summer right and she said he's plugged into a church where he's going to school and she just was so kind she said he has a relationship right now because of what you guys did for him when he was in high school and and for her to circle back and to say hey my kid's still growing in his faith and because we, we forget, you know, like we do stuff and these kids graduate yeah. up. And when you say graduate, what do you mean from your group?
1: Just move on? I or do you have him. like a ceremony? I kick them out. No.
0: Time's up. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Get out, no. no, that's how we end our life group. You know, I, 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 as a life group leader, as a volunteer life group leader, my co-leader, Tim Healy, and I, what we do is Damn. we, attend we, uh, the best, so we, we get kids when they're freshmen, and we lead a weekly Bible study for them. And then when they graduate from – and I get them for all four years. So oh, okay. I, I don't just get them for a year and then I take out a new group. I, I get to see this kid grow in his faith. Uh, Dang, those, those are important years,
1: dude. Oh, exactly, It's the best. From uh, 13 to 18?
2: Oh, man. Those are the years you can or you can't. Man, yeah, dude. It. It,
0: it's the best. What a great – I like that Like
2: yeah. The years <laughs> –
0: here's what Either Either you can or you, or you can't. can't
2: exactly That's yeah right.
0: well so it's it's cool so then when they graduate from high school uh then i get a brand new group of freshmen but it always breaks my heart when these kids move on i can't tell you how many times we've had dinner you know we have this big last dinner for all the kids the seniors and the volunteers and i'm thinking i'm doing fine i'm doing great And i will I will sob like you know, mm. all these <laughs> kids. Oh. I, I think I have it all together, and then they're praying, and they start praying, and I just like a oh. wreck because you know you you grow, you know you bond with these. Kids. I didn't yes. realize you were with these kids that long. Oh, during the, those
1: years, it's the best.
2: That is so cool. I just thought so it was
1: cool. honestly. I thought it was uh, if a kid's in high school, he comes, he can come to the group. I didn't know it was for a a group for a set four years
0: this is my this is a small group that i i uh, this is for you know this is
1: like there's eight eight of these kids. interesting yeah so they sign up as freshmen knowing they're going to be with you for four years yes and they still sign that's
0: shocking huh <laughs> even after even after they meet <laughs> thank you George. <Jordan. laughs> sorry that Jordan doesn't let on me until so I was saying it out loud even even after they sign up for our group this is going to shock you but they come back every week I know dude you're mean, close to all those kids man absolutely. honestly I'm
1: impressed with the kids that come up to you okay. and how nice they are to you and everything. <laughs> George, George is surprised people are nice
0: <laughs> to me. <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> I'm
1: surprised people are this nice to anyone. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm from outside of Salaback, dude. I'm surprised people are this, this nice and care about people as much as they do,
2: period. It, it's the church. Well. It, 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 it's all about the church. And, okay. and, you know, it's it's this whole church, this whole campus provides such a sense of peacefulness. Yeah. It does, And I've talked to more people that have, have, have kind of echoed uh, these sentiments is that anything can be going outside in the world, good, bad or indifferent. But as soon as the tires of their car hits the threshold of this campus, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. It's almost like they take a deep breath. They breath, breathe in the spiritual air, hold it for six seconds and let it exhale. And it's all good. It's all I good. I get that again. feeling walking into the gym. As soon as I walk in there, man, the it's, rest of the world doesn't exist nope, to me. Nope. And that's what people feel when they come here. And yeah. it's, it's it's a nice, it's a nice ring, it's a nice ring to it.
0: It's it's a it's a, a happy place. Yes. And I think that's a it's a that's a good thing. And the church works hard to make that happen. I I think we think it just happens, but there's so many little things. Volunteers like yourself, Steve. Honestly. Oh, for real. Uh, um, pastors. Um, you know just leadership that makes this place work, and I don't ever want to take it for granted. Being, being here and seeing how beautiful it is, right? I'm just oh my gosh, you know, they, they look how somebody planned out how this lawn was going to go, or they planned oh, this, this property building is amazing. And, um, and I it's it's a it's a it's a community and it is an extended family, and, and I think that that's what heaven's going to be like. It's going to be people yeah. from all different backgrounds to. Um, socioeconomic Amen. different cultures and and it's going to be like this big reunion it's like hey we're glad to, glad to see you you're okay you're enough yep as a wise man yeah. said we're better together that is true. Did you read that on the sign somewhere, George? Maybe. I, don't
2: know. <laughs> I need to write that down. That sounds, true.
0: <laughs> that sounds cool. That, that's
1: on that over here. Okay. Well, with that. Yeah,
0: Steve, dude, you were great. Uh, uh, this has been so much
2: fun. We, we are thrilled week.
0: to have you. Well, on thank our group. you. We were, um, George and I were talking. We got to get Steve on.
2: Oh, that is so cool. Thank you.
0: Honestly, we need to honor the volunteers uh-huh. that really that really make this place happen. And
2: and I appreciate that. And, I appreciate that. I love this church. Yeah. I absolutely adore this church. And before anything, it, we're, we're shut down here. I really want Too to thank. <laughs>
0: that's, yeah,
2: that's, that's not, it. it's just, it's the last word that's not the first time i heard that uh, even today but, uh, i just want to thank bob uh, stewart for the opportunity uh, to serve bob. here bob, he, he's, he's a great guy he really is and i've learned so much with him in the uh short time that i've been here so shout out We're to with, Bob. Thank also you. if you
1: have any other volunteers that you think might have an interesting story that we don't know about or you know hidden heroes okay you know, Oh. Ooh. Hidden Heroes. Ooh, that's you're good. the first guest on our Hidden Heroes series. I feel, I feel more Steve. special now than I did. Man. She <laughs> forgot to turn her phone off. <laughs> I um, didn't hear a thing.
0: Uh, dude, yes. thank you. Oh, Sorry. my pleasure. Steve, we're thrilled that you're here. Yay. And thank I you. think that also, we're probably going to need, now that the refinery is opening back up again, we're probably going to need more volunteers so it'd be bob, great yeah. to you and i know that you're just hanging out so if you're interested in volunteering here at the refinery where do they go see if you know who they sign up with or
2: I, w- I would have in the contact uh, bob bob, bob. <laughs> we're, we're,
0: we're, we bob. will be having bob on yeah
2: oh yes. for sure yeah for sure he, he's he's the guy to to point in the right direction and such yes. so yeah go all right see, go you. see bob yeah thank you <laughs> thank hey, you well, this
0: has been inside out Yay. with chip and George. And, and Steve Allen. <laughs> Steve, Thank Allen you. Share Steve Allen. Volunteer Steve Allen. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.